It's Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty from the Armstrong and Getty Show. There are some really good people, our injured military men and women, who really need our help. Our Warrior Foundation Freedom Station fundraiser aims to do that. Please go to armstrongandgettyradio.com to make a donation right now. The Armstrong and Getty Show with my dad and Joe Getty. <laughs> Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. Wake up. On a shucky ducky kind of day. He's bare chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Also stepping aside, women when they see Al Franken coming. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C, senor! A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, on a Friday, we are under the tutelage of our general manager. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, final day, officially, of the fundraiser slash radiothon. Honorary General Manager, Congress, exercising its oversight prerogative. So, um, our goal is to hit $300,000 by the time we get off the air at 10 o'clock today. Uh, we'll have to do an update here in a little bit. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be a big day. It's not... Uh, it's not a given that we're going to get there. No, this is not a tap-in, Jack. This is a challenging 30-foot twisting putt. We've never not reached one of the goals we've set. Uh, this is the uh, going to be the toughest one, I think. But we may have overshot. We'll see. We'll explain to you what uh, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is all about. As soon as you hear that, I think you're going to want to give. And I'm hoping there's a lot of you listening that uh, you're like me. You're, I'm going to do that. I mean to do that. i got plenty of time left. Oh, geez, it's Friday already. Um, and you know, without a deadline, you never do anything. And so you're gonna you're gonna jump on the uh, ArmstrongandGettyRadio.com today and do your donating. Well, and the estimates of how long it takes range from one to two minutes. I am easy. easy. I am hungover for the first time in eleven and a half years. Uh, Irma Gerd, what d- have you done? Didn't drink any booze, but uh, I have a meat hangover. <laughs> I feel like I've got a hangover. <laughs> so, uh, Marshall, you might appreciate this. Yes. Um, I mean, I feel as bad as many hangovers I've had in my life. Oh. Wow. So we went out for a really big meal at a fancy uh, restaurant last night. All right. I mean, so, big, so, big, big expensive meal. Well, some mm. of our favorite colleagues had a big time. Giant steaks, you know, one of those kind of oh, meals. Oh, sweet. Then for whatever reason, when I got back to the hotel, I ordered a cheeseburger and fries uh-huh. from room service. Yeah. A bang, bang. Uh, uh, yes. A bang, bang. I did a, 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 a meat bang, bang. 
<laughs> steak and then cheeseburger. And it was really good at time. And I ate the whole freaking thing. I mean, every bite. And it was wow. enormous. Uh, wow. It was an enormous burger. God, that, you're like a Bengal tiger. That meal alone... <laughs> Was like way more than you should ever eat for dinner. Somebody find the roar noise. <laughs> and I ate that after one of those great big giant meals where everybody's waddling out saying, oh, why did I eat so much? Right. I ate it like 15 minutes later. Whoa. I mean, we put, it was, it was, the hotel's right by where we were eating. Am I so, safe here? Am I safe in this room with you? I don't feel safe. I felt a little rough when I went to bed, but I woke up right now and I'm just like, I'm hot. <laughs> My vision is poor. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I feel like I, I took a shower and I laid my head up against the cold tile in the in the hotel bathroom like I used to do when I was oh boy oh boy hangover yeah, from that a bang feeling. bang yep that yeah. old familiar feeling yeah <laughs> it's as bad as any hangover so you can Ooh, if scientists were wondering you can yeah. get a meat hangover well that much beef <sighs> as it works its way through is or just well it's calories. not done messing with you maybe it's oh, just yeah. the number of calories yep. I took in mm-hmm. yeah. let's introduce everybody in the squad there's our board operator Mar- well hmm, see I can't talk. Michelangelo presses buttons, flips toggles, and pulls levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. Jack, I'm like that with pizza. I did that a couple... Well, when I was younger, I ate an entire entire large pizza to myself, and I wish I had done that more often because I can't eat anywhere near that now. I would have enjoyed it more had I known Wow, so you look back on your gluttony fondly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's interesting. So if you could go back to when you couldn't, couldn't gain weight, you would eat more? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, boy, I wish I could, uh, you know, still hit a golf ball 300 yards. I wish uh, me and a wife could go out for round three, you know. Whatever. Round three? And, and, you're, and you're thinking, I wish I could still eat a whole pizza. <laughs> yeah. Nostalgia. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well today. Uh, looking at the totals of the, the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station fundraiser. Do you want to do a, an update now, or did you want to wait a little bit for that? Yeah, I like the idea of having a baseline Agreed. and knowing where we are. Okay, uh, wh- so how big a lift we have today? You can't know where you are unless you go where you know where you're... Absolutely. Where you've been. The windshield sure. is bigger than the rearview mirror for a reason or something. Yeah, that's right. The, because uh, otherwise rocks would hit you in the face. <laughs> so start <laughs> off today. Show drum roll. Two hundred forty-four thousand one hundred fifty-seven dollars. Okay. okay, that's oh, pretty wow. awesome. Two forty-four. Wow. Hey, you peeps stepped up. Well, some of you overnight <laughs> yesterday. I like the threatening voice. <laughs> I like the threatening voice. I know how to win friends and influence people. Those of you who have donated, hey, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I know where you live. Including, so we need fifty-six grand in four hours. Ain't easy. Yeah, including one donation came in yesterday from one uh, astute listener who tweeted us to let us know that it's totally juvenile, but he was scanning the donors and saw that someone donated $420.69, a stoner <laughs> sexual beluga whale. Shout out to that donor. four twenty sixty nine. Awesome. <laughs> Wow, generosity <laughs> combined with juvenileness in a way we've never seen before. You know what? That uh, all right? Twenty five dollar buy in. It's twenty five enough. Fifty dollar buy in. Funniest little uh, in the memory of or in the name of or your name. Funniest one of those this morning gets what I don't know. Our admiration. Our admiration will announce your name. Well, I think everybody I should will... donate either sixty nine or four hundred and twenty dollars, depending on your situation. <laughs> the, the winner, I will funny. forge Jack and Joe's autograph on a book that they did not write, and we will send it to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of the stack of books in the office. God, Perfect. I feel terrible. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'll tell you, I have no meat hangover. I'm feeling great, young, vital. I got a spring in my step because I kept the ball rolling for the Warriors Foundation Freedom Station yesterday. Went over to the Ravens Social and Athletic Club after work to pass the hat. 
Got a $100 donation from Ben with California Coin, Big Fan Armstrong and Getty, and the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. So cheers. I raise my glass to all of you. And go to armstrongandgettyradio.com to make your contribution this morning. And let me throw this out there. And I, I don't mean to be hurtful or anything. In fact, I shouldn't be hurtful because I want people to give. And if I were to mean, if I were mean to them, they'd be less likely to sure. I'm talking myself down here. <laughs> warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Yes, it does have the word warrior in it, like that other big one you may have heard about. But just like many places have burger in the name, they're not all the same. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is different. It's incredibly efficient with your money. It is one of the most... Honest, open, efficient, money pension, no salary making uh, charities, um, you know, much less military charities on earth. It's wonderful. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is different than the other one. And if you want to know what they do, you can go to our website, armstrongandgettyradio.com. That info is there at their website. All the inf- information on their financials is there, by the way. They're very open on that and what they do. And if you just if you already know, because you've been listening all week long and you want to give, you go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. We're going to hit 300 by the end of the show. Um, I, I hope I live to see it. I may not be here. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps my passing from eating too much meat. You'll, you'll all donate with a you know yeah. a fond uh, you know a memory of something that I did to you liked or something. <laughs> uh, what that what that uh, room service meal cost you? Ah, jeez, I don't remember. Twenty eight bucks or something. You know, I'll donate twenty eight bucks in your memory. Your typical hotel <laughs> cheeseburger where it's like thirty dollars. <laughs> Wouldn't a, that be a touching tribute, Marshall? <laughs> what a generous Joe gift. died from Jack died from eating a giant cheeseburger. It cost twenty eight dollars. So in his memory. <laughs> This man died of meat poisoning. Yes. Uh, Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, December 8th, of the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's do a radio show, huh? huh? Let's start it now, according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. Kicked everybody off Mueller's team who was anti Trump. I don't think there'd be anybody left. So here, here there's got to be something more here. It can't just be some text messages that show a pro Clinton, anti Trump bias. There's got to be something more, and I'm trying to figure out what it is. But my hunch is it has something to do with the dossier. Director did Peter Strzok help produce and present the application to the FISA court to secure a warrant to spy on Americans associated with the Trump campaign? There you go. That congressman there, we'll talk more about it later, he's convinced the FBI ran with what was clearly a phony piece of crap, uh, piece of information, so that they could listen to the Trump people on the phone. Uh, and he's convinced that that's what happened. And uh, if that's what happened, we got a serious problem. It, well, mm, yes, yeah. Well, stretching things to get a warrant is not exactly a new development, but if it were done for the purposes of, of politics... That would be horrifying, outrageous. That's J. Edgar Hoover territory. If they had some sort of legitimate belief that there was something heinous going on, I'm going to be a little less judgmental. All right. Well, we'll talk more about that later. What are uh, other headlines there, Marshall Phillips? Hot, dry, windy, and on fire. That is Southern California. And then there were three congressmen resigning in one week. And how one gas station is fighting the opioid epidemic with blue lights. Stories coming up 635, Armstrong and Getty. We're at the 7-Eleven this morning. The lady behind the cash register hit on Joe. Oh, yeah. Wow. 
All right. It was quite a moment. Yeah. A real connection. She looked at me and thought, that's the kind of guy that eats two beef meals in a row. <laughs> Had no interest in me. Move along, beefy. <laughs> Step up. What's your name? She said to me. We got mailbag on the way. Oh, for, and clips of the week, right? Because it's Friday? Yeah. Awesome. So all that's on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. song and all but is this the only van halen song we ever play no i'll uh it's it's a rock guy i mean it's one of the great rock bands of all time i mean and don't go with hot for teacher it's juvenile and offensive i can't hear joe or me and you've probably had a meat stroke maybe maybe am i dead now it happened (laughs) (laughs) you only look half dead glad you're here welcome to the show we have mailbag coming up in a moment or two settle down michael Right now, though, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Has the potential of war with North Korea increased since this latest launch? I think it's increasing every day. I mean, at any other time in history, the headline, President Openly Accuses Man of Murder, would probably make the front page. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I, I really do. I wish he'd quit commenting on ongoing probes. A Brooklyn-based brewery has released a beer named after Beyonce called Beyonce, and it's selling a lot better than their Jay Zima. The naked man sitting on the back of the fire truck. Uh huh. Randy Travis. Oh no. I am the fastest actor in the West. Let us rethink old assumptions and open our hearts and minds to possible and possibilities. Seven strikes and you are out, probably. That's pretty funny. Oh, man. <laughs> Cow is a little thin, though. Now undernourished. We're going to have to come up with something to force people who aren't just going to willingly donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Sure, the good people of conscience, generous people, kind people, patriots. Then there's the rest of you. We've got a couple of ideas up our sleeves along the lines of Joe playing the trombone until we hit a certain goal that we'll hit you with a little bit later. And to my mind, far worse. But uh, first, mailbag. Hmm? Here's a a longtime fag, Gaetano, who writes, Al Franken forgot the rule. Famous comics don't get to grab women willy-nilly. Only rock stars get to do that. Sheesh. Yeah, that's, uh, well, that's, uh, it has to do with uh, willingness, consent, implied consent, etc., etc. 
You know, you're backstage at a concert. You know, God, can you imagine if we started like booting out our rock stars, whatever that means? Well, we were having like a- somebody, some woman goes backstage and, and, and the guitar player asks if she wants to blank. Well, we had a conversation last night when the news came out that former NFL great Warren Moon was having some sort of problem where a woman or more has come forward saying he behaved inappropriately. Pro athletes throughout their careers? Right. Uh, is, yeah. The, well, the, you know, clear, clear the decks on all your news feeds because that'll be the only thing we talk about right. if that's going to become a thing. Right. Um, which reminds me, we were going to try to post, I've got to check with the, the, uh, the powers that be whether we were successful in posting that. A couple of different, uh, matrices, if you will, a couple of different paradigms for analyzing, um, sexual harassment slash assault. So we can all agree. Like Warren Moon, for instance, I'm wondering, was he like a, uh, uh, degree one sexual harassment, or is he like degree five, which is is rape? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. And and you know our our athletes are sounds rock like stars. he's at least a three. Oh yeah, okay. So we got to decide: is it like, well, isn't everything? But then, what do you do to former? What do you do to a former NFL great? Not look at him as don't let him endorse Gatorade. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. On the topic of Al Frank and Ken Wright, so his crimes are grabbing, groping, and kissing women against their will. The appropriate consequence is to be beat up by Popeye. Reference to the classic old-timey cartoon in which Popeye's girlfriend, Olive Oil, was constantly in danger of rape from this behemoth named Bluto. It was Bluto, right? Yes, uh, that yeah. is correct. Yeah. So well, I know Marshall's got it as news. Another congressman that stepped down yesterday, and I don't even really know this guy's act. Who is going around the office asking women to have his baby? It's kind of it's more complicated than that. And, <laughs> and don't get me started on yeah, the sexual okay. predator. Pepe you haven't heard Pew. that story. I heard a reference yeah. to well, his his claim is he is him and his wife couldn't have kids, and they'd been trying to do the um, number of miscarriages and trying to get pregnant, and then trying to adopt and got turned down. So then, if he says he just asked a couple of women in his workplace if they'd be willing to be surrogate mothers. But yes. the women in the workplace are saying he creepily asked us if we'd have his baby. Oh, so, boy. <laughs> but he resigned yesterday. Words matter. Yeah. Words matter. <laughs> yes, they yes. do. Yeah, and a little context. You might want to set that one up instead of just unleash that question on some young lady who works with you. Jack told us this. I want to have my baby. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Jack told us the story of uh, an ancient Jesus statue in Spain, wasn't it? Who had a, uh, a document, a, a fascinating historical document, tucked inside him, specifically round behind. The priest, I don't know if he had a sense of humor or what, but had like a removable butt panel and the, the document was, was up Jesus. Anyway. I need that. Anyway, on the topic of Jesus got back. Tim in Santa Cruz writes that statue of Jesus was found with a written message in its butt. Maybe that's where the biblical expression "turn the other cheek" originated. <laughs> Tim, Tim, I don't appreciate your sense of humor or your theology. Yes. Go away. Let's see. Uh, Christian surviving in Florida writes. Um, Joe Jack on the topic of Jack not letting uh, good food go to waste. I found myself in the bakery section of the grocery store yesterday observing a stole, uh, store clerk roll a trash can up to the donut case and proceed to dump multiple trays of probably six-hour-old donuts into the trash can oh, one I by c- one. I couldn't watch that. I stopped dead in my tracks with a loaf of bread in my hand, completely shocked. For a split second, I almost thought about telling the clerk, I will take the donuts, there's no need to throw them out, I will eat them. I then reminded myself my girlfriend would think I'd lost my mind if I came home with 45 perfectly good donuts because uh, the store couldn't throw them out, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, I was so distraught that an elderly gentleman actually started consoling me once he noticed that I was staring, telling me it's a shame someone out there would eat those donuts. I told him it was a damn shame. Gathered myself and checked out with my loaf of bread. That is something the modern world has to get over. You know, if you live in Ethiopia and you're starving, you should eat whatever you can get. Sure. But um, for the modern world where food, having enough food is not an issue for almost everybody, mm. we've got to get over the idea of wasting food. That shouldn't even really sh- come up as a thing. I still have it deep in me. The idea, but I need to waste way more food. We all need to waste, waste way more food. Counter- waste is in throw away. Counterpoint, Christian. Back in the day, I. Joe Getty was known as, alternately, the Donut Whisperer or Donut Jesus because I could bring donuts back to life. Three-day-old donut. Dry. I mean, you could drive a nail with it. Terrible. I would sprinkle just a little water. Not holy water, just regular water. Throw it in the microwave for exactly the right amount of time. And out would emerge a newly re-softened and moistened delicious morsel. Praise me! It was pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, and I was so poor. At, I, I, what were those donuts? 35 cents? And the idea of wasting one was just completely out of the question. Uh, we probably ought to take a break. How are some of my clock off? We were supposed to like a minute ago. Michael, are you going to tell us when we should? Uh, when you, what are you doing, Michael? Are you awake? You alive? You okay? Yeah, I'm here. We yeah. have an audio problem in here. So. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Well, we'll take a break, and then uh, we'll get to Marshall's news coming up in a little bit, because he's got a couple of the stories that have developed a lot in the last 24 hours, so I hope you can stick around for that. All that's on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. A million pop is gonna make me sleep. Welcome back to the Armstrong and Getty Show. We are here with Marshall's News, but before we get to Marshall's yeah. News, let's do a quick update with the uh, the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station fundraiser. We're trying to get to three hundred thousand right. dollars by the end of the show. We've already had a couple thousand come in since the show, or, or a couple hundred at least come in since the show started already. We're at two hundred forty-eight thousand three hundred eighty-seven dollars. We have more and. We mentioned there's the carrot and the stick in right. order to try to entice people. We've right, done carrots. Right, right. I'm proud to say that today I get to be wielding the stick. <laughs> so, so Positive look out, Sean listeners. Wielding the stick. Mm. All right. So, mm. so did you reveal what you're going to do, Sean? No, no. not yet. Okay, I just, okay, I okay, just okay. let everybody know that it is I who am swinging the stick today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good idea too. It's going to work. It'll raise a lot of money because it's going to be painful. And enjoyable for you, I think. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, firefighters across Southern California battling six major wildfires. At least 330,000 people have been forced to evacuate their homes. Latest big fire is the Lilac Fire in San Diego County. A fast-moving blaze tore through a golf course retirement community and claimed a number of elite thoroughbred horses in a day of destruction. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely tragic. That is gruesome. Oh, yeah. Folks are just trying like crazy to save the the horses and the pets and the livestock. And it's just, ugh, it was rough yesterday. San Diego Sheriff William Gore's advice to people. Stay alert. Watch the news. And if you feel it's appropriate, don't wait for some deputy to knock on your door. If you feel it's appropriate, self-evacuate. Get out of the way. Uh, of this fast-moving fire, self-evacuation, and of course, That's by watch he meant listen, yeah. listen yes. to the news. Yes. Self-evacuate means leave. About 200 miles north, the region's biggest fire, the Thomas Fire in Ventura County, keeps growing. It's now covering at least 115,000 acres. It's destroyed more than 400 homes and buildings. 
In the last week, we've had three members of Congress announcing their resignations. Uh, John Conyers, Senator Al Franken, and now Representative Trent Franks. Franken and Franks both stepping down yesterday because of allegations of sexual misconduct. The Arizona Republican, that would be uh, Congressman Trent Franks, under investigation because of allegations of sexual harassment. Now, Franks is saying in his statement he never physically intimidated, coerced, or attempted to have any sexual contact with any member of his congressional staff. Instead, he says, the dispute resulted from a discussion of surrogacy. Frank said in his statement he discussed his interest in finding a surrogate mother with two women in his office, making them uncomfortable. His wife has struggled with infertility, he said. His resignation letter reading in part, due to my familiarity and experience with the process of surrogacy, I clearly became insensitive as to how the discussion of such intensely personal topics might affect others. This one is confusing to me. Yeah, Uh, wait a minute. Something smells here. Yeah, yeah. And and if all you did was have discussions about surrogacy with people, co-workers you thought you were more friendly with or something, um, uh, then why would you resign? Right. Right. You just apologize, talk it out, say, my uh, gosh, I, I was, I completely misinterpreted. I'm so sorry. And they'd say, oh, it's all right. Unless they're completely unreasonable, in which case you wouldn't resign either. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he says, I deeply regret that my discussion of this option and process of the workplace caused distress. And he is resigning. Was he walking up to women in the workplace and saying, you know, I want you to have my baby. You don't really want to impregnate you. I put my seed in you. Oh, oh my. Oh, that too. That, for instance, would be over the line. Or was he just walking around humming, having my baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. And by the way, the uh, Fed's November jobs report uh, is in. I know we look forward to this each and every month. Then the U.S. employers added ro- uh, robust 228,000 jobs last month. Unemployment Woo! rate stayed at 4.1%. Wage growth is actually picking up a little bit, but the labor force participation rate, the share of adults working or actively seeking work, has still remained historically low. And presidents tend to rise and fall, or stay in office or not, based on the economy. I mean, that's the way it's been my entire life. Um, so uh, this news matters a lot to the Trump presidency. Oh, yeah. Boy, but with uh, job growth like that, and yep. then if we could actually uh, pump uh, the economy up to about 3% growth, um, then you will see wages rise probably significantly. And then all of a sudden we'll all, we'll all lay up at night worrying about inflation. I thought so, wages right. only rose when governments passed laws on minimum wage. Is that not? That's right. That's <laughs> government <laughs> makes wages rise, Sean. Excellent socialist crap. There's some interesting poll um, yeah. uh, results out there that are good news for Trump and bad news for Trump, depending on uh, which poll situation you're looking at. But generally, when presidents have you know stock market setting records right. and and job growth going good, they're 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 not in the 30s like Trump is. A gas station in Pennsylvania is fighting the opioid epidemic by installing blue lights in its bathroom. Here's the deal. Officials in New Kensington say the blue lights make it harder for drug users to see their veins. And public restrooms have become a common place for heroin users to inject the drug. So the gas station installed the blue lights in a hope of cutting down on people going in and shooting up in their bathrooms. Westmoreland County, Pennsylvania, says it had 174 overdose deaths last year, and that number is expected to rise this year. Michael, you come up with David Gilmore's blue light in the next 30 seconds, I'll kiss you right on the mouth. Ew.
Well, that's an offer. Starbucks is serving a new limited edition Christmas tree frappuccino that has peppermint and syrup, mocha sauce topped with green whipped cream, candied cranberry, a strawberry, and caramel drizzle. And like a real Christmas tree, anyone who drinks it will be dead by December 25th. Wow. That sounded horrible. So we um, we needed a little stuff on the way to the radio station today, and we stopped by the 7-Eleven and got some coffee and various things, but... I was daring Joe to eat some of the pizza they have there, and I was thinking, man, that's that's a lifestyle you got going. <sighs> if you roll into the Seven Eleven pre dawn and hammer down some Seven Eleven pizza, mm, boy, and it was my language. It was a deluxe <laughs> so too, man. So you're you're talking about pepperoni and, and oh yeah, and some really kind of squishy looking peppers and onions <laughs> and oh, from the Seven Eleven. I tell you what, if you can do that, you know, if you, you're twenty three, twenty four years old, you do that, yeah, please. It's easy. You're doing that at age 40, 50? You're, you have a gift, my friend, because <laughs> that is superhuman. So we're raising money this week for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. I hope you have donated. If you haven't, you go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. We're really hoping to hit $300,000 by the end of the show today, which is not going to be easy, but we got a couple of tricks. Bars leave. Uh, we'll tell you about later. Um, so yesterday, it, this is a story that's been going on all week long. It's only getting channeled, uh, uh, covered really on one channel on television, getting no coverage anywhere else. And I mean zero. And that's this story of to what extent is the FBI investigation into Donald Trump compromised by some of these FBI agents? Um, or going all the way back with the hearings yesterday, did the FBI, was the FBI so hot to trot? to tap into uh, Donald Trump's communications and listen to him, that they faked various crap up so because they, they just didn't trust the guy that was probably going to, was the incoming president. I don't remember at what time they did that. Was that before he was uh, the, uh, elected or, or after he was elected? Oh, when uh, the, dossier the, came the out DNC be- stopped paying for the dossier and the FBI started? Right. <sighs> Regardless, right. whether he was the nominee or the future president, um, uh, the FBI needs to have a pretty damned good reason, in my opinion, before you start listening in on the candidate or future president's mm-hmm. uh, personal communications. Right. So you're thinking the ridiculous dossier was just the straw yep. that they grasped yeah. at. And they yeah. went with something so ridiculous. That's why they're getting called out on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. My point is, I don't think they'd have taken that seriously in, in, in any other circumstance. They just wanted something they could use to go to the FISA court, which always grants permission mm-hmm. to everybody anytime they ask. Rubber stamp to listen to American citizens' private communications. Yeah, I don't think I'm cynical enough because it, it's horrifying to me the idea that Democrats, liberals, whatever, would be perfectly comfortable. With the idea of the FBI as a tool of whatever political party is currently in power. And remember, Obama's guys were still in charge at the time we're talking about. Um, to be a, like a covert political tool that engages in wiretapping and character assassination or whatever, uh, runs crooked uh, investigations, et cetera, et cetera. I would think that either you'd be horrified by that in principle or you would be interested enough in you know, making sure that wasn't true for your own credibility to really be paying attention to this and to want to make sure the FBI is on the up and up. And my concern all week long has been um, this this once again, another example of the the tearing apart of 
various things we used to believe in in the United States. Is I think the FBI is going to get lumped in with a whole bunch of other stuff now where you just don't believe them. You know, um, you, you figure they're just a political organization, depending on what they're saying, something that boosts your side or not. And I've got some proof of that. A poll that came out uh, yesterday, Harvard Institute of Politics did a poll um, I'm sorry, that's the wrong poll. That's a poll I hit you with yesterday. It's a poll on whether or not uh, people believe in, uh, believe this investigation is politically motivated, this whole Mueller investigation. Hmm. And it was, th- this is from the CBS poll, 4848 to 50-50 split wow. on whether or not people think this thing is politically motivated. That's what they think now, before yeah. the results have even come out. Yeah, interesting. And whichever direction the results go, the other side is going to believe... You know, Trump forced them to not come up with a conclusion or they're only out to get Trump. Right. Which is, remember, you know, the, the Russian compromise. That's its goal is to make society so cynical they believe in nothing. But that 4848 number is really interesting to me for a couple of reasons. Number one, that's higher than Trump's approval rating. So that is oh, yeah. far beyond yeah. the yeah. number of hardcore Trump supporters. It's significantly higher than the number of self-identifying Republicans or conservatives. So you have half of America just for, well, at least there's a decent chunk of them for nonpartisan reasons believe, yeah, the whole thing's fixed. Well, prior to this week, I wouldn't have been in the half of the country that believes it politically motivated, but I'm a lot closer to it now. Yeah. Well, I would not be at all if Mueller had immediately come forward and said, listen, this Peter Strzok guy is a straight shooter. He's He he rises above his politics. I have never detected a hint of bias in him. Uh, if it makes everybody feel better, we'll find another guy for the job. Peter, thank you for your service. But we will not have America thinking we are biased. But instead, he stonewalled and wouldn't answer any questions, wouldn't return any documents to Congress, which has legitimate oversight authority. And it's like, you know, listen, looking back on my life, on the very, very few occasions where I've, like, not wanted to answer questions or furnish the information people were looking for it wasn't because i was lily white and innocent right yeah maybe i'm wrong maybe maybe that's an assumption i shouldn't make but come on yeah the current fbi uh guy the guy in charge of it ray he didn't hardly answer anything yesterday and he said it's all the sort of stuff they need to say behind um you know closed doors which i'm sure there's some truth to a lot of that but like you just pointed out he could have given some answers that would have been a little more satisfying which is really important. So this congressman, Jim Jordan, who's a big deal on the committee looking into it, he's convinced there's way too, way more to this Strzok and why he was dismissed than the, the text messages we've heard about. And they're just trying to keep that from coming out. That's what he's convinced of. Well, uh, I agree with him based on the fact that it's been known for a very long time that this Strzok had been engaging in partisan hanky-panky of one sort or another, and Congress had been asking them for information about it. This is not not good for the country that that you're going to have such a divide over whether or not people believe the FBI is on the the up and up on this. Putin's laughing and rubbing his hands together. we got a lot more on the way. We're raising money for Warrior Foundation, Freedom Station, donated Armstrong and Getty Radio.com. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.